Hello, and welcome to episode 11 of the Read Between Podcast, the improvised storytelling podcast where we take the internet's weirdest suggestions and turn them into weird, wacky, and crazy stories through the power of improv. I'm one of your co-hosts, Evan. I'm your other co-host, Lynn. And we are back with another episode this week, episode 11. Just us, though. Just us, though. No guests this week. We And we, we're late. And, and, we're, and we're late this week. But we appreciate you guys checking in, checking in on the new episode. Uh, also, we want to thank you for listening to last week's episode with our guest, Justin Passino. It was so much fun to record that episode. Yeah, and it was really well received, which was awesome. Yeah, we got a lot of positive feedback on that episode. A lot of a lot of new listeners checking out the show, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, continue to spread the word about the show. It really helps us out. We really enjoy seeing so many new listeners come check out the show, and uh, we got a lot of really cool guests lined up for the future. I think we have like what seven or eight guests lined up in the I, next couple months. I don't even remember. But I, I would have to like go through my scheduler yeah. and like find it. <laughs> but it's it's a lot of a lot of really cool people coming up that are gonna be yeah. gonna really have some cool episodes for you. So mm-hmm. uh, we're really excited to get those out to you in the near future. So stay tuned for more information on that over the coming weeks and months, and you will uh, see a lot more information on those. So uh, so yeah, Lynn, how's your week been so far? My week. Slow. Slow. I want to say slow. It doesn't help that it snowed. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's it's just been slow. Emails went down at work today, mm-hmm. and they like it started at like nine fifteen. Yeah. So like I got emails for a whole fifteen minutes, and then the IT guy took him like two hours to get to the place, mm. and then he was like, "Yeah, this might not be fixed until tomorrow," and he's like, "And even that would be a miracle." Yeah. And I went. Oh goody! So happy that I might I might not even have my emails on Wednesday, man. Yeah. So it's it's and basically what happened is like one of our servers crashed, and apparently Ooh. that server is like the server for the entire. It's like company. a dinosaur. Oh. It's old, and and you're right. It's the server for everyone. So <laughs> so it like it's everyone was just like yeah I'm done like yeah, it checked every, out. Everybody's fucked. Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah, how about you, Evan? Uh, I'm still on my post Steel Stacks Improv Comedy Festival hangover, uh, which I've been riding for the last like three days now. <laughs> <laughs> Two day festival, three day hangover. But uh, are you sure um, it's really hangover by then? Uh, maybe you want to go to the doctor or get it checked out. May, may, maybe. Maybe. Do I need to go to the doctor for improv do you have, problems? Do you have the improv flu? Maybe I might have. <laughs> no, because I'm still performing. <laughs> maybe. Still doing maybe it's stuff. because you're still rehearsing and I stuff. am yeah I didn't t- really take a break yeah. honestly so yeah but um but no Steel Sax Improv Comedy Festival was a huge success uh, a lot of it was we had record turnout this year yeah so I think it was all due to the fact that we plugged it on last week's show I think that's why we had record numbers yeah sure I'm sure that's why <laughs> I'm sure it was all us it was all us it was all us Evan it, it was all Justin and I talking about yep talking about the Definitely. festival last week yep Yep. So totally us. We everybody in the world listens to us. We yes. had we had people from China just being like, I gotta go to that improv show in Bethlehem. <laughs> gotta go. <laughs> Definitely us. Well, Ryan Hill, Steel Stacks, you're welcome. No, I'm just kidding. Ryan, I love you. You're yeah, awesome. He would probably tell you to go fuck off. He would. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but enough about vamping. Let's uh let's get into what we're gonna be doing this week, which is actually a little bit of a departure from what we've been doing the past few weeks. Uh we wanna try something a little different this week. So Lynn, why don't you uh why don't you give a little explanation of kind of our idea we want to try today? Yeah, so this is an idea that Evan and I have been talking about since we first came up with the podcast. Yeah, on our drive home from Cleveland, yeah, Ohio. Yeah, <laughs> so if, I don't think we ever told this story, but we were driving home from Cleveland after going to a friend's wedding, and we were discussing the podcast, because I 
gave Evan a mic for his birthday. And mm-hmm. he was like, oh, I, w- I really want to do a podcast uh, now that I have a good mic. Mm-hmm. And so we were thinking of ideas, thinking of ideas. And that's how Read Between was born. Um, that's the same day that, like, we made all the social media. Yep. I made I made our little banner, like, everything. Yeah. Um, and one of the ideas, besides doing the improvised storytelling, was kind of reading between two books from, like, the same series. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, what happened between this book and this book that wasn't mentioned in either novels or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, we figured it would be a good time to do it today just because we're really short on time. Evan has to leave here in, like, a little less than an hour. Mm-hmm. So this will be a shorter episode, but we're hoping that maybe changing it up will help. And maybe if, again, we're like running short on time or something, mm-hmm. this will be something nice to fall back on. Yeah, and this could be we, – we really want to get your feedback on this episode because this could be something we could transition into more of a weekly thing that maybe – Maybe replaces are not the onion stories that we do every week. Oh, wow. Replace my stories. No, but... Wow. Okay, no. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. I'm not important, I guess. Or, in a sense, we could rotate out, you know? Uh-huh. So... Sure, Evan. Yeah. So, Go ahead. Put uh, me on blast. Aside from Lynn's uh, unwillingness to try new things, uh, we... <laughs> I, I want... I'm closing his mouth. I literally have my hand on his mouth. This was my idea tonight. You know what Evan said? You guys want to know what Evan said? Evan said, maybe we shouldn't do that. Maybe we should just do our regular, regular format. Because, you know, that's what we do. And I'm like, yeah, Evan, but we don't have enough time for that. So I want to just put this out here on our podcast that this was my idea. Not his. I'm not the one being resilient. So, yeah, we really want to hear your feedback on this format. Because <laughs> um, Lynn worked really hard to come up with this idea. There you go, buddy. And we, and we really hope uh, we can start using this in the future, uh, as we said, like if we're running short on time and we want to do a quick episode to get out to you guys, at least, you know, to get some content out there. Yeah. Um, that's not our normal longer episode. Especially so you guys aren't waiting till the middle of the week to get an episode. Exactly, yeah. You know, that way we're not... You know, delaying episodes because mm-hmm. we've been doing that a lot lately. Not really like I'm not going to say that we were being lazy or anything. It's mm-hmm. just that we've had busy weekends and we yeah. haven't had time to record. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah. So this week we wanted to try this format, see what you guys think, and uh, and we'll continue. Hopefully, hopefully next week we'll be back to an, we'll be back to a normal episode next week. We should be because mm. um, our schedules kind of evened out a little bit now. So yeah. So we'll be back to normal with a new episode. Regular episode uh, next Monday. Yes. Next Monday, February fifth. Yes, February something like that. February fifth. Yes, that is correct. Yeah. So, uh, so Lynn, what uh, what books did you have in mind that we wanted to read between and uh, and tell the story about? Okay, so fun fact: I read way more than Evan does. Yes. Um, Evan's more of a comic book guy. I'm more of a novel person. Mm-hmm. So I I think there is one series that I know for sure. We both have some idea of what happened. Mm-hmm. So Harry Potter, haven't you read like a majority of the books? I have. It's been a while, but I kind of remember most of the major plot points. Okay. I actually have never read Harry Potter. Really? Um, You've only seen the movies. Our library at school, when it, like, when it was really popular, we were in like elementary school. Uh-huh. We were very young. Yeah. My elementary school only had one copy of the entire series. Oh, jeez. So the first one was always checked out. Okay. And they wouldn't let me check out any of the other books because it was a series. And they and they encouraged you to check out the first one. And I'd get mad at them and be like, well, what's the point? Like, it's always checked out. I can't even do it anyway. Mm-hmm. Anyway, long story short, 
I've seen all of the movies, and I like watching them. I mm-hmm. quite enjoy Harry Potter. Yeah. So I have a good idea of what happens in the first and second one. Yeah. So, like, what do you remember of the first one, Evan? Uh, so the first one, Harry, uh, he's he's a kid that, that lives with his really mean aunt and uncle. We know after his parents died by Voldemort, he goes to move in with them. Uh, they're a bunch of shitheads, so he gets pulled out. He gets taken to Hogwarts, uh, meets up with, Harry, with Ron and Hermione, Hijinks ensue. Uh, there's a troll at some point. There's a troll at some point. There's a three-headed dog at some point. Um, there is, um, oh god, flying keys, flying flying keys, live chess battles. Yes, John Cleese is in it. Um, He's in the movie. I, I Professor mean, Quill. Yes. Um, he, do you remember Professor Quill? He was the one that would quiver. He was the defense against the dark arts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was the guy that eventually ended up being the Vol- Voldemort. He had, he had Voldemort Mort in the back of his head. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he ended up dying. Yes. They get this. Uh, the whole the point sor- the, was the Sorcerer's Stone or the Philosopher's stone, stone, depending on where you are. If you're a British person. All right, that's that's mean. Um, <laughs> <It's> not mean. <laughs> so. They get the Sorcerer's Stone, Philosopher's Stone, mm-hmm. and it's destroyed because, um, if I remember correctly, the stone's power Voldemort was going to use to resurrect himself. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it basically a Horcrux? No, um, not that. The diary was a Horcrux. Hey. And that was in the second one. That was in the second one. So that was We're the Chamber of, of Secrets. Correct. Where hijinks ensue. Yes. Um, <laughs> That's children... pretty much what you can say for <laughs> all, all the Harry them. Potter books. Um, children go missing. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Ginny starts fall starts wanting that Harry Potter dick. Was that in the second um, one? Oh yeah, she like because Harry like Harry was barred up. Okay, I don't know why I remember so much, but I remember Harry got in trouble for doing something. Uh huh. And so his uncle literally put bars on his window. Mm-hmm. And was like, you're not going to go to that school. You're not. We're not taking you to the train station. Mer, mer, mer. Mm-hmm. And then Ron and the twins, Fred and George, mm-hmm. they fly over in a flying car. That's right. Yeah. And they rip the him. bars off. And then they bring them back to the house. Yes. And then like the next morning, Ginny runs down and is like, oh, it's Harry Potter. I want his, I want his wiener. Like, that's what I remember. I don't think she said that in the movie. <laughs> That's I, what I remember. I think I, accurate. I'm gonna have to buy the accurate. Blu-ray of the eight movies, and we go back and and, I, and if she, if she says I want Harry Harry's wiener, you get I owe you fifty bucks. Yes. Okay. Well then, uh, well, you're gonna get those Blu-rays. Yeah, well, I'm not getting up, not paying up because I know that's not true. Okay. Um, so, but anyway, children go missing. Eventually, Ginny starts going. She she went missing at some point. Uh-huh. They find and then like the Chamber of Secrets is like this big rumor that everyone knows about, talks yeah. about. It's a big room um, with big giant. Snakes. Snakes in it, yeah. And, uh, oh, Tom Harry Riddle can speak and, parcel tongue. Yeah. Um, and then eventually it reads down to, he gets he gets into the Chamber of Secrets, and it's revealed that Tom Riddle is Lord Voldemort. Mm-hmm. And and the diary, um, Harry stabs, stabs with, with a with fang. The, with the fang, yep. And that ends up being a horror That's way later on yeah, in, yeah. The, in the series. That's when they tell that. But yeah. that's how they save the day. Yeah. Um... Okay, so, so I think we're all caught up. I think we're caught up with one and two. So basically, what I guess we want to do is we basically want to tell the story of Harry Potter's summer vacation between yeah. between books one and books two. Harry's summer bungalow. <laughs> all right, Harry Potter and the summer bungalow. Yes, that is that is the name <laughs> of this story. So uh, so let's uh, let's go ahead and tell the story of Harry Potter and the summer bungalow. <laughs> so as soon as Harry. 
stepped into the front door of his... What were they? Uncle Vernon and Aunt uh, Petunia? Yeah, Vernon and Petunia. Petunia. Petunia Dursley. <laughs> so as soon as he stepped into the Dursley home, he he dropped down his bags and went, I'm home! <laughs> See, while he was away at school, he forgot that, like, no one at home really, like, Really gave cared. a shit about him. Yeah. And, like, he forgot that, like, he basically was a prisoner living mm-hmm. under stairs forever. Yeah. Um. So as soon as they saw him... They all just kind of looked at him and went, all right, make us breakfast. Get in the kitchen, Potter, and make us breakfast. All right, I'm going to be the one not doing accents because I feel like that's wrong. I mean, I'm trying to emulate okay. what Vernon Dursley sounded that's like. That's fine, but, like, we'll, we'll talk about this later. Okay, fair enough. I'll stop the sidebar. <laughs> um, Banter works. It works. People like okay, it. Okay, well, all I'm going to say is that you're not good at it. <laughs> not the banter. The... <laughs> the accent. No, I'm done. I'm done. Evan. No. Evan, put let down. Let me do my accents. Evan, put down, put down the TV. Evan. I can't let. It's too heavy. No, you have it. You have it. It's okay. Too- thank you. Thank you for putting. Okay, come sit back down. <sighs> All right. You fine. can. You can do your accents. I'm just saying. Okay. Fine. Great. Thank you. <laughs> I know they're not great. <laughs> the only good action. The only good accent I have is a Russian one. That doesn't fit. <laughs> I guess one of them could turn Russian. Unless you're talking about... part of the bungalow. Unless, unless it's Harry Potter and the Soviet Union, which that that's like way later. All right, that's a little... <laughs> it's way later. That's also a little not good. Harry Potter and the death of Stalin. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so yeah. So he... they all don't care. They're just like, uh, make us food. We're yep. fat and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we're fat and stuff. Like, two out of the three of them were fat. Yeah, Dudley was a was pretty pudgy. He was a big boy. Yeah, so he, was his dad. Yeah, he was pretty pudgy until like what the fourth or fifth book? If yeah. I remember the movies correctly? No, even even in like the later ones when he was kind of chabby, he yeah. was still a little pudgy. Cuz I remember the one where he like he was gangsterish and he was Chav, like Yeah, Chav. That's what it's called. Oh, okay, that's what it is. Okay. Um yeah, no, he was still like a little, little, little pudgy. pudgy boy. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so he comes home and nobody really gives a shit. So he basically tries to devise a plan um, to get away for a while and, you know, do his own thing. He's got he's got friends now. He's mm-hmm. got places he can go. Mm-hmm. He's got things he can do. One and of them is immortal. What, One of them is a muggle, I, yeah. I believe they're called. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Hermione's the muggle. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and they can – he can get himself into some, some fun stuff while he's away. So he uh, he writes to Ron uh, and, and he says, hey – you know, I'm I'm looking to get out of here. You know, I know we've got we've got a while until we got to get back to Hogwarts, but uh, mm. but I'm looking to cause some trouble over the summer. So you know, let me know what you can do. And uh, writes a letter, sends it off. Hedwig takes it, flies away. Does his thing. Does his thing. Does his owl thing. <laughs> does his owl thing. His no owl thing. His no owl thing. Um, you know, days go by. Mm. He's making beans and sausages and toast for his. Oh, for the I, I get family. the beans thing now. Yeah. It's, British breakfast. Yes, English. English breakfast, whatever. Same thing. Same thing. <laughs> so, yeah. A uh, few days go by, and then uh, Hedwig returns with uh, with another letter, uh, this time from Ron, saying, Can do. That's all. all, just, that's, just, all that's all it says. It's like 30, like, like if 30 you're thinking, A's. like, one C, uh-huh. and then, like, enough A's to fill up until, like, a little block of space is at the end of the paper, mm-hmm. and then it was an, and then do. Yeah. So can do. Yep. All right. And then it was signed Ron Ron. Sign Ron Ron? Ron Ron Weasley. Sign one one. <laughs> um, so yeah. So after that, like 
nothing really happened for a while, right? Mm-hmm. Like things were quiet. Harry yeah. continued on with his his little life mm-hmm. in his uh, aunt and uncle's home. Yeah, in his apartment under the stairs. And yeah, I wouldn't even call it an apartment. No. It was it a was, room. It was a room. It was not. It, it was a closet. Pretty much, yeah. Like, like, and it, he was at that age, right, where like. He was kind of starting to go through puberty. Mm-hmm. A little outgrown it a little bit. Like, yeah. you know, every day it was like, hey, uh, Aunt Petunia, I grew two inches. Do I get my own room yet? And they were like, uh, no. And then, um, it, and then it got to the point where as he went into his room, he basically was like, his neck was in his he, chest. He and, was just like hugging himself to fit. Yeah, he's basically, so, Aunt Petunia, I can't move my neck. So can, they, I get, can I get another room? They finally did. They were like, fine, whatever, stop complaining. Yeah. And he got his own room. Mm-hmm. And so when that happened, he he decided, okay, I haven't heard from Ron yet about my awesome uh, summer festival party bungalow mm-hmm. thing that I want to go on. So he wrote to Ron again, mm-hmm. and he said, "Hey, bud, still up for shredding up the town and stuff? Let me know. Let me know what you're doing." Because that's exactly what they said in the Harry Potter universe. And then he wrote, "Hags, <laughs> Harry Potter, Hags, have a great summer." Ah, good one. <laughs> Send it off. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the meantime, uh, the cool thing about uh, about Harry's new room is it actually it had a fireplace in it. Jesus, on the second floor. <laughs> yeah, it, you know it's rare, but okay. It, you know houses in England they're weird. Um, okay, yeah. So and and the cool thing was he in his bag that he brought back from school he managed to still have you know a little container of flu powder because okay. you know what? flu powder flu powder is the is like that powder that you throw into a that you can throw into a fire and use it to tra- to transport oh, yourself. That wasn't until book three, but I, I know what you mean now. Yeah. So, but I thought I thought they had used it sooner. Perhaps. Or he had got he had obtained it somehow. He and stole that shit. He stole that shit in his <laughs> travels. He stole that was up that was up the troll's nose. Yeah. <laughs> so that that fun fun fact, folks. Uh, Hagrid uh, gets high off of flu powder. Fuck. <laughs> Children, your your childhood has been ruined. Jesus. <laughs> Um, no, I'm kidding. Yeah, um, he's a horrible person. Don't listen me? to him. No. Yeah, you break candles and lift TVs up and do bad accents. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Anyway, I'm the good person here. Let's continue. But yeah, so he has he has a flu powder and mm. and he decides, you know, I'm gonna test this out. I'm gonna I'm gonna see where I can go with this. Mm-hmm. And first, he decides to uh, he takes it throws it in the fire and uh he takes a trip to downtown london because um, you can go anywhere with it so hmm. he basically just throws it in and says yeah i want i want to go to london and he goes to- <laughs> i'm gonna continue doing the bad accents i don't care how much you stare through me <laughs> continue to do them i'm not just do your shit <laughs> do your job okay. do your podcasting job. okay i'm doing my job so i'm gonna go to london he goes to london and he spends the day just, you know, hanging out, walking around. Got a sandwich. Got a sandwich, you know. Uh, messed with some people, you know, used his wand and moved some things around. This is all, like, against Hogwarts rules, it by really the way. Is, but, like, he, but he's discreet enough that nobody just really like, notices. Fuck it, I don't care. I, yeah. I stole this flu batter. I'm going to use it. Exactly, yeah. <clears throat> um, and he did that. He did that, like, once or twice. Mm-hmm. Um, just on days when like shit got real bad at the Dursley house when it was just like they were all being annoying pricks and and they weren't using him for anything they yeah. were just locking him up in his room yeah or they were all just like sleeping and just 
all the okay, time. Okay, you can snore. Snore's good. Okay. That's not weird. Because I normally do that. <laughs> yep, you're good at that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he just used that on random occasions, you know, a couple times here and there. And as the days went on, he got more and more concerned that, you know, his summer bungalow was never going to happen. You know, that the thing that he was spending and, you know, waiting so much time for and, you know, wanting to, you know, wanting to do, you know, he had a lot of plans for his summer bungalow, mm. you know, and. <clears throat> and yeah, it was, it was, it was getting close to the end of summer. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, like. It was like four weeks away from them like having August to go back. It was like August territory, you know. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> so all of a sudden one night he hears an engine mm-hmm. running. Is Those, this like a, now is this like a train engine or a car engine? Car engine. Okay. He, he hears a car engine. And it, it's not, this car is not parked behind the house where his window is. Mm-hmm. It's not on the road. It is against his window. Yeah. And so he wakes up and looks outside. There's Ron with the family car. Mm-hmm. Hermione's in the passenger seat just waving. Uh, Ron goes, hey, hop on in. You ready for your bungalow? And, and we, we should mention that Ron is sitting in, sitting in the driver's seat. He's wearing like he's wearing swim trunks, and he's wearing a Hawaiian, Hawaiian shirt. Hawaiian shirt. He's wearing a Hawaiian shirt. He's got like zinc on his nose. He's got um sun like really tinted sunglasses on. Yeah. And then like a hat that's on backwards. Yep. With the brim folded up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Ron is totally ready for this Ron, fucking. Ron bungalow. is fucking ready. Hermione yeah. is like dressed normally, and yeah, he's like, she, "I'm just here to be with my friends." She's still in her school clothes, actually. She's still. <laughs> she, in- she doesn't dress. She didn't dress out of them for the entire summer. Yeah. And even her parents were like, "Honey, we need to wash them," and she just went, eh! and just <laughs> it was like a no. <laughs> <laughs> so Hermione, when she's not at school, she basically turns into a ferret. She, they, they were like, "Hermione, honey, we need to wash your, ch- your <laughs> clothes," and they, and and she would make that noise, and then they were like, "Okay, well." Like, you need a shower, and she would go, eh! and I was like, All right, like, but you're just this is unhealthy. And she was like, eh! You're gonna have a lot of fun editing this episode. You see, you see those peaks, yep, I see those peaks. <laughs> um, so that you know, and so she, she was still there, she was a little smelly, her, her frizzy hair was flat uh-huh. because she hasn't showered in like two months. <laughs> and um, Harry was just like, All right. Um, and back when he wrote that first letter to Ron, uh-huh. he had actually packed a suitcase. Uh-huh. He was ready and raring to go in like fucking June. Mm-hmm. It took Ron too long to get here. And basically Harry's trips to London ending, ended up, you know, netting him, you know, a whole bunch of like beach gear and, you mm-hmm. know, sunglasses. Where he and, got the money, I don't know. Uh, you know, he, he just pulled a little, uh. Uh, pulled a few spells. He and got that five finger discount. He got that five finger. He got that one wand discount. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so with his already packed suitcase, again Harry went all right and got in the back of the car, and they flew away. Yep. The drive took a while. Ron is not the best driver because hey oh he's underage. Well, and also he's driving in the middle of the night in sunglasses. Very tinted, very sunglasses. tinted sunglasses. sunglasses. So it's like, buddy, you might want to take them off. And he was like, it'll ruin my aesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so now that they're on their way to the bunk, we have to we have to mention where this bungalow is being held. Yes. So it's being held in like a super duper private island. It's it's actually being held in Ibiza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, wherever that is. It, you, it's that like super crazy party island. You ever heard? You've heard of it? No. Ibiza. It's spelled I B I Z A, but it's pronounced Ibiza. 
I don't know if this is like. No, I'm dead serious. This is real. A bit for the show. It's not a bit. It's real. But I, I mean, know. the bit is the the bit is that Harry Potter is going to Ibiza. But I'm looking this up. You continue on with your part of the story. So yeah, so Harry, Harry, Ron, and Hermione are heading off to Ibiza to you know party their faces off and you know have their bungalow, you know. Mm-hmm. But their their big problem is they're worried is because you know Harry's Harry's a wizard, Ron's a wizard, and Hermione's a Muggle. But it, a witch. A witch. Well, she's a, she's got Muggle. Parents. She's a mudblood. She's a mud. Yo, blood. that is like that is. A slur. That is a slur, but that don't, is what... No, her parents are muggles, and she is magical. Technically. You don't gotta go down the path of slurring, my friend. Excuse I'm sorry. Okay, so they get to Ibiza, mm-hmm. and they are fucking ready to party. Mm-hmm. Um, Harry is now wearing a very similar outfit to Ron. To Ron, yeah. Um, it's almost as if, like, let's say, like, the primary and secondary colors of Ron's outfit is, like... I don't know. Like, it's a red shirt with, like, blue flowers or something. Yeah. Um, Harry's is the opposite. It's a blue shirt with red flowers. Okay. All right? So, like, they're they're twinning hard, even mm-hmm. though they are obviously yeah. not related. Hermione didn't bring shit. She yeah. was like, oh, she brought she brought books. She brought her homework. Yeah, she, she, brought, she brought her summer reading assignment mm-hmm. to Ibiza. Yeah. Um, still refusing to shower. People are like, yo, man, you're harsh in my vibe with your smell. And there's literally, like, beach showers every five, yeah. every five and, feet. And people are, like, offering her soap, and she's still, <clears throat> still nothing. Just nothing. Man, that peach. Um, I know. This is going to be really bad. Um, so actually, you said you were editing this episode, so I'm going to leave this to you. No, you can edit this. I'm going to leave this to you. No, you can. I'm going to leave this to you. Well, there's not. I mean, this is pretty pretty simple, so I'm probably not going to edit much. Um, so, so, so they're there. They're partying. Uh-huh. Uh, they're doing a lot of that, mm-hmm. and um, all of a sudden, in the corner of Harry Potter's um, eyeglass glasses eyes things, um, he saw Dumbledore. Ah, big old man bun on uh-huh. the top of his head. Yep, his big old beard was braided. Mm-hmm. And he was in... Um, he was shirtless. He was shirtless, and he had very short swim trunks on. Yes. You know the ones that end, like, by your knee? His ended, like, mid-thigh. Yeah, so his his shorts kind of... His trunks kind of come up to... Very mid- revealing for, like, a teacher. Yeah, for a, per- for, for for a, a headmaster. A headmaster. A headmaster of a fucking wizard college. Renowned wizard college. Yeah. Are, is, it, are we, is it actually a college, or is it more like a... I think like, it's, it's technically like a, a school. Like a cause, primary school? Because I believe Harry Potter was 11. Uh-huh. 11 or 12 when he started. Yeah, he was pretty young. He was he was very young. So um, so I don't think it was a college, but it was like a special school for yeah. people who have magical powers. It was like the X-Men school for Yeah, wizards. that's what you want to relate it to. And Dumbledore's like Charles Xavier with less para- paralysis. When you talk to Evan, it always has to be... Um, comic book references. Uh-huh. It's the only way his or brain functions. Or shitty '90s movie references. If we, yeah. if last week was any indication, <laughs> I, um, I mentioned Jack Frost and fucking stuck on you. He also is a huge fan of Space Jam. Yeah, it's like well, uh, well, ah, uh, next time we do this, we're writing a sequel to Space Jam. Okay. We're writing a sequel, to Space even though Jam. that's not a book. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Okay. We're, re- we're reading between. Well, damn. We're reading between a franchise, a film franchise too. Wasn't weren't they supposed to do a second? They're talking about it. Okay. Well, here, here's their chance to get some great fucking ideas. Yes. Anyway. Anyway. So they run into um, to Dumbledore, 
And like and it's it was one of those things where like they both saw each other at the corner of their eyes. Mm-hmm. They couldn't like He was sitting at the bar having a having a drink. Yeah, and they couldn't like ignore one another, yeah. you know. And he he looked over at them and and uh as he and he saw them he's like my my children. Oh. Not boy. It, not in that sense. Who boy. Let me rephrase that. Children, what what are you doing? Here we the, go. It, what are you doing here in the great party island of Ibiza? And then, and that's when Ron chimes in and goes, oh, well, Harry, you know, he's a prisoner, so we just... We broke him out. We broke him out for a fun time. Yeah. And and he was like, oh, it makes sense. I get it. He's like, oh, well, if you see uh, Professor McGonagall around, uh, tell her uh, Snape's looking for her. And then Ooh. Harry, um, <laughs> Harry looks up at um, Dumbledore and goes, is like the entire... Faculty here? He's like, yeah, um, Filch is here too with his cat. <laughs> and then Harry's like, okay, like, so is this like a faculty thing? He's like, yes, we do this um, right before we go back to school. So we're back and refreshed and, and recharged to handle little shits like Draco Malfoy. <laughs> and, and Harry Potter goes, oh, okay, makes sense. <laughs> and, and actually, um, to to kind of go off that point, Malfoy's dad is actually hiding in one of the one of the buildings in Ibiza, just just like look, just looking plotting. at this conversation, just because he you know how just he, brooding, yeah, because in the like the later books he just shows up out of fucking nowhere and is like, oh, I'm like the mastermind behind all this shit, and it's like, where the fuck did you come from? <laughs> he's basically like early on, he's just he follows the pre- professors and he's just, mm. and then Dobby's right next to him and he goes, oh, master, I want to join the bungalow. And he's like, do you have your sock yet, bitch? And he goes, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's how he was free. That's how oh, he became yeah. a free elf. That's right. That's right. God. How did you read these books? But I know more it's about been, them than you. It's been a long fucking time. Holy crap. Holy, my friend. So anyway, so after they run into Dumbledore, they uh, they decide to, you know, hit the beach. There's a big concert. Just shred some waves. Yeah, shred some waves. There's a big concert going on. Uh, oh gosh, who is there? This is this Bono. Is, <laughs> Bono of U2 is doing a concert on the beach in Ibiza. It's just Bono. It's just the sign says just Bono. <laughs> no backup singers, just Bono. It's a, no, the, it's a festival, and the festival's called Just Bono. Just Bono, just Bono on stage with just a mic. Bo- just Bono Roo. No. <laughs> No, it's it's called Bono Roo, and it's literally three straight days of Bono oh on the God. beaches of Ibiza. No instruments, no backups, <laughs> just him with a mic it's singing. Just, it's just Bono singing that uh, intro song to the um, to the, to the U2 song Vertigo. That uno, dos, tres, catorce, singing one, two, three, fourteen for three days straight. <laughs> And everybody fucking loves it because it was the best. It was the best Bonnaroo because they're all high and drunk out of their fucking minds. Uh, so, so yeah, for for three straight days, Harry, Ron, and Hermione listen to the sweet sounds of Bono screaming into a microphone while uh, while enjoying the best uh, the best Ibiza had to offer. Um, they all they during that time they uh, they saw Snape. Um, Stage uh, crowd surfing over the entire crowd, mm-hmm. just screaming, "I love you, Bono! <laughs> <laughs> I love you more than Lily." <laughs> um, and Mag- McGonagall, Mag- McGonagall flashed Bono at one. Oh uh, yeah, and then she turned into a shark, and then just <laughs> like her entire thing. <laughs> That's what 
she did. Wait she taught people how to. She, no, this was a thing. This was a thing she fucking taught. This was so, a thing she taught. So she basically turned Ibiza into Jaws. No, no, no. She didn't turn Ibiza. No, 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 no. no she I'm is say- not a murderer. No, I'm saying she turned basically what was one, what was once a very nice three day Bono festival uh-uh. into the no, movie no. Jaws. There's, she was not, she did not murder. Let me finish. First of all, McGonagall taught. This is like what she taught. She taught kids how to like turn into shit. She would turn into a cat all the time. She would turn into a cat all the time. And then I remember one time she was like, hey kids, bring your pets. This will be a fun lesson. We're going to turn all of them into chalices. And Ron <laughs> turned scabbers into a chalice, that's, but it was a rat chalice and the right. tail was still that's going. Right, yeah. <laughs> See, I'm not crazy. Anyway, back to my canon oh my story God, this of this electric Bonnaroo. Bonnaroo. <laughs> Bonnaroo. Oh my god, have fun editing all of that. Uh, anyway, McGonagall turned into a shark uh-huh. and decided just to have fun with like the other Abitha visitors. Uh-huh. So if they were out in the ocean, she would be like, ah, boo! And then, and then they would be like, oh no, a shark! And she'd be like, ha ha, gotcha! And she would just swim away. Because the shark, because they could understand the shark speaking English. Yep, definitely. They all spoke Sharkleton. <laughs> Sharkleton. So the three days, the three day Bono Roo festival came to an end. Um, Harry, Ron, and Hermione had a ridiculously good time, mm-hmm. um, but they realized uh, they soon realized that uh, the car had been stolen. Oh yes. Yeah they uh, they parked the car on uh, on one of the main streets, um, but unfortunately in Ibiza, if you're just out there partying and you don't like look after your possessions, they just get stolen. Of course. Yeah. I mean. You are to expect that at any kind of festival thing. Yeah, your you know? shit's going to get stolen if you're not watching if it. If you're not watching it, yeah. yeah. So, um... Especially a Bono Roo when oh, yeah. people are so... It was probably Bono who stole it. Yeah. <laughs> it was probably Bono. Yeah. Bono, Bono will um, distract you by singing Uno, Dos, Tres, Catorce for three days straight while he hires mercenaries to go around and steal people's shit. <laughs> That's how he's so goddamn rich. That's how he's so rich. He sells it all on eBay. <laughs> so, their car is stolen. Uh-huh. Um, Hermione is found. They, they didn't see her for like three fucking days. She just sat in a corner and read. And did her homework. And did her homework for three fucking days. Luckily, they all still had their wands. And uh-huh. they were like, okay, what can we do with our wands to get us home? Mm-hmm. That powder, what was it called? Flu powder. Flu powder. Um, no more. Yeah. Um, there were plenty of fires, plenty of bonfires. There were everywhere. some. There were some people in Ibiza who uh, thought that powder was something else, and uh, yeah, when they snorted it, they just fucking disappeared. Yeah, they, just, they got transported to like different different areas of of the magical y- world. Yeah, of the magical world. <laughs> A couple of them ended up in the Ministry of Magic, and the Ministry was just like. What the fuck is going on here? But that's how the that's how Ron's dad found them. Yes. See yeah. if you remember, Ron's dad is in the ministry. He's, he works of magic. in the ministry. Yeah, yeah. And so one day, um, this topless woman with uh, tribal paint pops up <laughs> at his desk. Uh huh. And he's just like, "Oh boy, what what are you?" And she's like, I love Bono Roo. Where's Bono? I want to hear him say Catorce. And um, what's his name? What's the dad's name? Uh, Arthur. Arthur was like, who, who is Bono? What is a Catorce? 
And he, and she was like, you're not Bono. You don't even look like Bono. Why does it smell weird in here? Where am I? <laughs> and he could see traces of flu powder around her nose. Uh-huh. And he goes, Ron! <laughs> he tried to do a spell to bring that car back, but uh-huh. like the car never came back yeah. because it was sold on eBay thanks oh, to Bono. Yeah, Bono sold it within minutes of getting it. Oh, okay. As soon as the mercenary learned that it could fly, they were like, ka ka-ching, bitch. Yep. We gonna get a big one. So the car that, wasn't that coming back. That funded the next U2 album. Yes. Uh, the sale of that car. The one, the one that got on everyone's iTunes. Yes. And everyone was like, what the fuck is this? Yep. <laughs> That's how they were able to pay for that. So thanks, Bono. Thanks, Bono. <laughs> um, so the car wasn't coming back. He had to do an old-fashioned, old-fashioned, get, get the broom, fly out there, find where they are. Um, he got the mini broom, the minivan broom. That the minivan broom. That could fit, like, four people on it. Yeah, so he could fit all of them. And eventually he gets to Ibiza, and he sees his children. Well, his child. Child. <clears throat> and Harry and Hermione. And Harry and Hermione. It's been a couple days. They're a little scared now. Yeah. Um, Bonnaroo is no, no, no longer fun. It's just the people who couldn't leave because they were too fucking drugged out to realize where they were. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dumbledore and the rest of the staff were like, ah, we'll see you at school. You're still not our problem, so bye. <laughs> um, and so he found them, and as soon, as soon as they saw him, Harry and Ron were elated. They were like, oh my god, we get to go home. What the fuck? Hell yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hermione didn't care. She just wanted to read her book. Yeah. <clears throat> Arthur was pissed. Mm-hmm. Arthur was like, all right, listen here, children. Ron, you're grounded. I'm taking away Scabbers. He's not going to be around for the rest of the summer vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, Harry, you already go through enough shit, so I'm not even going to bother. But but actually, and, you know, Hermione, you know. Her and, and Hermione, like, she didn't do anything bad. Yeah. So she was, she was absolved of any sort of. The only, Harry, uh, Arthur was like, Hermione, you're taking a shower before we leave. <laughs> Yeah. He forced her to take a shower and wash her clothes. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um, so eventually, once Arthur dropped off um, Harry back at the Dursley home, Vernon and Petunia Dursley found out about all this. Arthur, of course, had to tell them. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the time they actually got back to the Dursley house, Arthur was able to turn the broom back into a minivan um, mm. and at least just seem like everything was okay. Yeah. Um, but when, of course, when the Dursleys found out, they locked Harry in his room. And, and they barred his windows. They window. barred his windows. And that's how we enter into the next book yeah. slash film. So that is the story of Harry Potter and the Summer Boogaloo. I thought it was the Summer Bonnaroo. No, it was the Summer... It's still Boogaloo? Yeah, it was still... It was okay, Harry, Bungaloo. Harry but Potter... Harry, summer Bungaloo, that's right. Harry, Harry Potter and the Summer Bungaloo. Yes. I hope you enjoyed that story. Yeah, that was fucking... That was actually fun. That was fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> I liked that. That yeah, was fun. that was interesting. So... Um, so, Evan, you have to leave in approximately 10 minutes. Yes, 10 minutes. Um, so why don't we do our regular plugs? Yeah, let's do our regular plugs. And I'll let you go. Okay. So, for me, you can find me on Twitter uh, at E underscore Williamson 93. I've been tweeting a little more recently, which you can you can attest to. Hey, uh, yeah, I've been tweeting. Welcome um, to Twitter. It's kind of you. a shitstorm. Thank you. Yeah, it is. Um, it's kind of a shitstorm, but uh, but I'm getting into it a little more. Um, as always, you can find me. Uh, you can find me performing improv every second of four Saturday in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, at the Improv Comedy Power Hour at Steel Stacks. Um, every second of four Saturday. The next show will be Saturday, February 10th. 
I'll be performing with Family Laundry. Um, also, this Saturday, February 3rd, if you're going to be in the Bethlehem area at Steel Stacks, uh, I have a show as part of the two-show show where I'm performing a show called A Day in the Office, which is a, a half-hour show based around uh, business or office-themed improv. Mm. So uh, come tell us your shitty job stories, and we'll turn them into improv comedy. I've got a few for you. Oh, uh, yeah, I know you do. Um, so, yeah, information on that and any other Steel Stacks comedy stuff can be found at www.steelstacks.org slash comedy. Yeah. Um, you can find me at Anlin, A-Y-N-N-E-L-N-N, on Twitter. Um, whenever I do anything on the internet, anything, really even anything at all, it's it's mostly posted there. So just follow me there and, like, we'll have a good time and stuff. Yeah. Um, as for this podcast, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, um... We have an email. You can email us at readbetweencast at gmail.com. Um, email us suggestions. Email us funny um, headlines. Email us, I don't know. Email us two, email us like uh, two books in a series Yeah. that uh, that we can tell the story of be- like between them like mm-hmm. we did today. And if you don't have any ideas, email us and tell us how we're doing, what, yeah. what we can do to improve. You know, give us your feedback. We yeah. love it. Yeah. Um, we're on iTunes. We're on Google Play. We're on Pinecast. We're on Stitcher. I think we're trying to get on Spotify at yeah, some point. Yeah, that's that's a that's a little more of a process from yeah. what I understand, but uh, that's something we'll look at in the future. Yeah. But really, any major podcast service wherever you'll find you us can on. find your podcasts. Yeah. At is yeah. where we're at. Um, we're also on YouTube. Uh, I'm in the process of going back and uh, making sure we're up to date on having all the episodes on YouTube. So. Uh, hopefully by the end of this week we'll have all of our latest episodes up on YouTube. Yeah. Um, so yeah, really, if you want to find the show, just go to you know all any of those services and just search "Read Between Podcast" and you'll be sure to find us there. Yep, absolutely. So, so other than that, I think I'm gonna let you go so you can um, go rehearse. Sounds good. Um, and I'm gonna go and cook a bunch of food. Yeah. Um, and we will talk to you guys next week. Yeah, we will be back on Monday, February fifth. Yep. With a uh, brand new full-length episode that mm-hmm. you, uh, with all of your favorite read-between stuff. Us. Us, <laughs> yes. Well, your favorite read-between stuff is us. Yes. The people. The camaraderie. <laughs> it's all about the people. It's all about the people. <laughs> so. All right. Well, uh, everyone have a good week, and we will see you guys next week. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.